AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you, and welcome once again to AM 630 The Word's Church of the Week program. So happy to be back in the studio. Uh, we're still in the beginning of the year, and uh, my my guests, uh, we're going to be talking about things to, to new beginnings. But before we get there, I wanted to leave you with this thought. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 9, uh, verse 22, there's, there's a verse that, that I love uh, because it has to do uh, with the changing of, of a life that was pretty much locked down and given giving up to this is just the way it is. And then, and then uh, Jesus turns around, and you, you'll know it when, when I mention it. And he says, be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And this was a woman, and, and I'm sure you know her. She's the woman with the, with the issue of blood. Uh, one, one, one book says 18 years. The other book says 12 years. But nonetheless, it was a long time. And uh, she had already uh, given up all her money. The doctors had given up on her. And she was done to the fact that this is just how it's going to be. But what no one was counting on was her faith. And when she saw the opportunity, Jesus was coming by. Jesus came by that day and she said, you know what? I tried the doctors. I tried the therapist. I tried the this. I tried the that. But let me try faith. And she said to herself, and this is what I love. Uh, she said to herself, she, she had faith in her and then she got the faith out of her. When she said to herself, she declared the word and she said, if I could only touch, reach the hem of his garment, I know I will be made well. And the, the bridge of those two verses where she declares wellness and then Jesus turns around. And you don't know that, you know, they didn't practice because in the middle verse, Jesus turns around and says, who touched me? You know, so he didn't even know where the virtue went. If you read in the King James Version uh, and, and then and then he says he ends up the verse with what I read. He says, daughter, it's all right. It's going to be OK. Be joyful. Be happy. Celebrate. Rejoice because your faith. It wasn't. It wasn't so much the other stuff. All the, it wasn't the, the the pills. It wasn't the. It was her faith finally that she put into action, and when she declared it, she declared it, and then she did something about it, and then Jesus declared exactly what she had stated. She said, "If I can touch him, I will be made well." And then Jesus turns around and says, "Your faith has made you well," and so what you declare. What you declare can happen this year. This this year could be a year of what you declare. And before I sound overly uh, spiritual or name it and claim it or word of faith, which is good, you need to declare the word of faith. I'm not. I'm not. I don't hate. Uh, but you also need the balance. And I think today. We're going we're gonna to talk about some of that balance. And I'm in the studio with none other than Dr. Keely Petty. And uh, she is a woman of faith. But she, and you can't take that away from her, uh, but she is a studied woman, and she is a, a woman of, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you go by this, but I, I'll dare say it, you're a woman of faith and woman of science. Is yes, it? I like that. So then we will we'll try to find, uh, I think that's a good place to balance, yeah. because as we were mentioning earlier, uh, true science 
does prove faith. Absolutely. So, Dr. Kelly, thank you so much for being here with me today on Church of the Week program. Yes. You are you are uh, uh, the pastoral team yes. of Bethel International Fellowship, and uh, your husband. And I'll, I'll let you talk. My husband, my husband, my 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 husband uh, <laughs> is the lead pastor of Bethel International Christian Fellowship. We are located uh, northeast San Antonio at three four four seven Northeast Parkway. We are directly across the street from the George Gervin Academy off of Austin Highway and Northeast Parkway, just for a little bit of directional mm-hmm. context. Uh, I am so honored to be here today because you mentioned something that just causes me to leap. My spirit leaps when we talk about uh, aspects of science and faith merging together. You and I both know that true science always just unveils more of who God is, right? So the mysteries, the Bible talks about mysteries and hidden things. They always come to light. And God is using scientists and subject matter experts to prove that point. There is a wonderful movement going on among the people of God, among the body of Christ. We have never heard of mental health Mm -hmm. as we have heard since COVID. That's right. People did not know what to do with themselves in isolation. We had the winter storm here that caused another isolation. So isolation on top of isolation on top of isolation. They did not have Moses anointing to go off and be alone for 40 days. So it created uh, an opening for the enemy to run rampant in the minds of believers and non-believers alike. Uh, I mentioned that there is a mental health movement. I Mm -hmm. want to call it that. Because in this mental health movement, there uh, are opportunities for uh, faith leaders, uh, persons of faith, people who hold key positions within their congregations to participate in mental health training that is provided through uh, West Care Texas, Bethel Prevention Coalition, and then my company, Kickstart Your Life with Dr. Keeley. Kickstart Your Life is a global wellness coaching, counseling, and consulting firm. So not only does Kickstart Your Life provide uh, coaching, counseling, and consulting to individuals, but I speak to doctors. I am part of the University Hospital Trauma-Informed Care. I speak at their lunch and learn every month. Just did a huge session on epigenetics and intergenerational trauma, which we will get into shortly. Mm -hmm. But the wonderful thing is that there are training opportunities through West Care Texas, where I am the lead trainer, uh, providing training to anybody free of charge. All you got to do is give up a little bit of your time so that we understand what Scripture has said. Things are first natural, then spiritual. And many a times we have uh, in our churches just unknowingly uh, have not been aware that what we may have thought was a demon or an unclean spirit Mm -hmm. was really a person exhibiting mental health issues. So this training, uh, mental health awareness training, helps uh, the participants who say yes to this mental health movement, help them understand what we call mild, 
moderate and severe forms of mental illness. So if somebody, and there are many mm-hmm. in San Antonio and a lot are, are drawn to the church because they care for people. And so caring for people is a great thing to have. And sometimes you can't teach that. Right. You know, you some people just don't care. I'm yeah. from New York originally. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes we get that, you know, y'all just don't care. Yeah. It's not that. We're just a little cruel, but we do care. Yeah. Uh, but but sometimes you care, but you don't know what to do with right. the person you're trying to care for. Right. And this is where I feel that the church can benefit mm-hmm. because now the church cares we we do care and we want to do and we you know and and somebody comes and and it's for many churches we have one tool in our toolbox and you know we put an oily cross on somebody's well, head and, pray. and and we pray for them and we you know slap them on the bottom and send them on their way mm-hmm. but if you need food if you're hungry you know that's one thing you, I, can you just give me some milk, some of my baby? And so, you know, prayer is good, but we need a box. And then for others with mental mental issues, I don't I don't even know how to how to. I, I say mental infirmities. Me- mental we, infirmities. We understand the word infirmities from Scripture. Mm-hmm. The woman uh, that you mentioned with yeah. the issue, she had an infirmity, an infirmity. and it was a physical. Infirmity, right? Which implies that there could be healing. Absolutely. That, that's why I like your word better. Absolutely. So the, 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 when they come to the church with mental infirmities, mm-hmm. we don't know what to do. Right. And so, you know, how could, how could somebody uh, connect with you to I, inquire I wanna, about I, the training? I want to say this, that uh, when people are suffering from mm-hmm. mental health infirmities in the church— The first person that they go to is their pastor. And the pastor, as you stated, will pray and trust that the Holy Spirit will do what it needs to do. But we know the word of God tells us things are first natural and then spiritual. And I believe God has opened up this opportunity of wisdom and knowledge so that we can bind up the work of the devil in a more profound way. Because we know that without knowledge, we perish. Mm -hmm. How many people have we prayed for and, and believe in, you know, that prayer is never wrong, but we did not know that there was another layer of care. There was another level of soul care. Because when we're talking about mental health issues, it's not their spirit. It is their soul. And we know the Bible declares the soul that sins is the soul that will die. So we are so excited that this mental health uh, awareness training opportunity will train church leaders, uh, faith leaders, uh, maybe not the pastor because he has his uh, assignment from God to right. pray, study, and fast and be given to the word of God. So we never want to remove our lead pastors, our senior shepherds from their place, but the congregation can be equipped 
to, to notice mild, moderate, and severe forms of mental health, and not just to see it, but to know what to do with it. We want everybody to touch him. I like the story that you shared because you said she broke through the crowd mm-hmm. and, and touched the him, H-E-M, but I say she actually touched him, mm-hmm. and that's why he felt faith flowing out of him. So what this mental health awareness training provides uh, or core trainings, uh, mental health first aid, right, where, where you learn a model of how to care, uh, the algae model, how you assess risk, how you listen non-judgmentally, how you give reassurance. Wait, wait, wait. You're mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. teach the church how to listen? Un- non-judgmentally. <laughs> God help us. Because we're good at that. We are we're good. good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. But I'm sorry. That, I'm that glad, just blew my mind right, a little bit. <laughs> right. But the mental health first aid training uses the algae model. So you'll get a little teddy bear because who doesn't love a teddy bear, right? So, again, you, you learn how to ask assess risk for harm. Uh, listen non-judgmentally without facial expressions, right? Uh, you learn how to give reassurance. You learn how to encourage. Now, this might be hard for some of the believers. I have the Holy Spirit. I don't need... No, you may need professional help and encourage self-help and uh, a core group and peer support so that you are able to get through. Maybe you never had a mental health issue. Maybe you never had anxiety or depression or bipolarism or the plethora of issues that can attack our mind. And that's why the scripture says God has not given us a spirit of fear. Fear is a direct correlation to anxiety. I'm fearing about the future. I'm fearing about now. And there are many scriptures in the Bible where you you can literally see people who are having mental distress. Mm -hmm. Jesus, nobody wants to believe this, but the Bible says he felt the feelings of our infirmities. And a prime example is when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. He he grieved. He, he was in toil so much so that his tears turned to blood, which says from a medical perspective, there was some busted vessels yeah. going on and caused what should have been tears to be released. But blood was released. Then we look at the aces. We go back to the root of the thing, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And ACEs is uh, adverse childhood experiences. There is a test, a free test on Google that you can take to find out your score. Uh, It has been uh, known uh, that Dr. Anda and Dr. Folletti, who did a CDC Kaiser Permente study of 17,000 patients back in 1993, and they discovered if you have five, four, rather, or more on your score out of 10, you are going to be prone to mental health issues, substance abuse issues, and a whole plethora of other health implications. If you score higher than a four. Higher than a four. Wow. But I have seen individuals who had one ACE issue. So when we talk about ACEs, we're saying, okay, you grew up in a home where your parents divorced. Mm -hmm. That can affect a child, right? Uh, If you have grown up in a home where uh, there is drug addiction, alcohol addiction, if you have grown up in a home where there's food insecurity, 
just did not have enough food. If you grew up in a home where your your parents were there, but there was no emotional engagement, it exposes you to what uh, they have termed as adverse childhood experiences. So when we began this mental health training, we always like to start at the root with the adverse childhood experiences because having these adverse childhood experience leads to premature death. It leads to health implications and just a cutting off of a life uh, too soon. And we know that scripture says that God has given us life and life abundantly. And I cannot live, none of us can live life abundantly if we don't understand the root and the reasons of our emotional disruptions and disturbances. Now, this is what I Going, going back to the Matthew, the, the woman with the issue of blood, I think that was that mm-hmm. was the perfect opening today. It was. Uh, she had to push through the crowd. You mentioned that. And and so many times, I, I remember I preached this one time, uh, and, a, and a little bit of a rebuke to the church, mm-hmm. uh, because what she had to push through, if we put it in today, it was the church. It would have been it would have been those those Christians that go to don't miss a Sunday service, and you know God forbid somebody sits in your seat in, in your, your pew <laughs> on on Sunday. There's you know pastor's going to hear it, and and so many times the new believer that person with the with the issues mm-hmm. uh, that's still outside looking for hope, looking for love, looking for healing, salvation, the list mm-hmm. uh, has to push through the Christians, uh, quote unquote, to get to the Lord, and a training like this. I believe what I'm hearing from you could help the church become more uh, that that uh, give give access to the healer, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a- instead of being the hurdle. Instead of the church being the hurdle, we become access to the healer because we know now these things uh, because uh, you know, when when you learn mm-hmm. the knowledge, right, the knowledge piece of it, then you could have some empathy. Then you could feel, wait a minute, this person is not just crazy. Right. This person is not just uh, just forget about it. You don't just throw people away. Right. You you can you can feel for them and you say, wait, this is the symptom that we learned about with Dr. Keeley. Right. This is a thing we learned about. You know what you do need. Come, you know. Come to this meeting. Let me talk to you. Let me introduce you. Let me yes. Let me pray for you. But then let's take let's take other steps. And and this is where where I wanted to get to where the the marriage of the science and the faith they don't they don't have to contradict one another. No, they don't. You know, when the baby has fever. Give them the Tylenol and pray. Right. I mean, that's right. like I got three, and and that's yeah. what we did. Yeah. You know, we believe, we believe, then we gave and that's Tylenol. Wisdom, yes. right? You know, th- there's the aspect of church hurt mm. that has caused people to Many. have emotional distress, depression, uh, all levels of mental anxiety. I can tell you a story of a young lady who had been a part of a local church here for 20 years, her and her family for mm. years. And she ended up having a baby and ended up, you know, after women have a baby, there is a, a form of depression right. uh, that hits the Post, mother, yeah. postpartum depression. And she began to manifest symptoms and, you know, uh, uh, kookiness, Corpiness. Yeah. 
And the pastor's wife told everybody in that church not to talk to her. Hmm. They isolated her and they cut her off. And as a result, they, they packed up and left the church hurt and not healed. Right. And that is why this level of training is important. This training takes place virtually. It's two hours at the most. Uh, and we go through mental health first aid. We go through uh, crisis prevention, verbal de-escalation. We go through suicide prevention. We go through companionship modeling, teaching you how to walk alongside someone non-judgmentally who may be going through something. Establishing your church as a trauma-informed church. And then developing a wellness ministry where you have a place in the church where people can pick up passion information. Uh, the critical thing about this mental health training, talking about the science uh, and faith merging together, interfacing together, joining together, is the fact that there is a, a work that uh, became known to scientists in the year of uh, tw- uh, 2003, and it is epigenetics. Mm. It is where we don't just look at symptoms from the outside. I call it an inside job, right? Mm -hmm. So epigenetics looks at how intergenerational trauma and how historical trauma has impacted our children. Uh, We have uh, come to discover uh, scientists and evidence-based workers have understood that what your grandmother did, how she ate, how she thought, affects you, mm. not your mother. It skips your mother and goes all the way back to another generation. This bears out the truth of Scripture that the sins of the father yes. go back seven generations. From the studying of epigenetics, which is a modifying of uh, that activity through what we call uh, the genetics loads the gun, right? But epigenetics pulls the trigger. And the epigenetic is that which comes around the gene, Mm -hmm. which circles around a gene. The word epi means circle. That is where we as individuals, the science has proved we can utilize our inner pharmacy because God gave us an inner pharmacy. What, What is she talking about? I am talking about your oxytocin levels, your serotonin levels, and your dopamine levels. If any of those are out of order, you are going to be out of your mind. You are not going to flow well. You're not going to feel well. You're going to be moody and grumpy. You know, uh, they call it for women menopause. So you have to understand menopause. This is why the Bible says husbands... Hmm. Dwell with your wife's in understanding. Yeah. Dwell with her in understanding. Understand her body. Understand the changes that uh, potentially can take place. Uh, and, and what we love about uh, the uh, epigenetic, uh, this birth, again, came out from Dr. Randy Journal uh, at Duke University. He was looking at the fat mice, the Gouda mice, right? Mm-hmm. And, and he, he isolated the fat gene. And once he isolated the fat gene, he began to maneuver around with it. And the next generation that gave birth did not have the fat gene. 
because he fed them folic acid, greens, all good vegetables, kale, all that stuff we hate. But making that nutritional change in the Gouda mice that is normally known as the fat yellow mice, Mm -hmm. because epigenetics was able to go in and change the eating pattern, that next generation of Gouda mice came out thin, lean, and healthy. And it is likewise with us because God has given us everything that pertains to life. And godliness, the life part is where I wrap this epigenetics around because I'm able to tell people DNA is not your destiny. Mm. You may have come from a family of alcoholics, a family of fighters, a a family, uh, you know, we had terminology, generational welfare queens. Sometimes we're looking at people and we say they're so full of drama. He's a drama king. She's Mm. a drama queen. The actuality may be that there's some trauma going on, some untouched, unhealed trauma. So the work of epigenetics, again, does prove that God is all in us. He's in us, he's through us, and he's for us. And it's interesting to know that the most vulnerable time of gene expression is between the age of 9 and 12. Mm. That's the the time we are going through puberty, right? Right. So that gene expression... Uh, it can can be strengthened or weakened during that time. And this is why people perish for the lack of knowledge, because God's word is is it is all we need. But we live in a world that is affecting our gene expression from the weather, from the food we eat. And then we get slapped with uh, the, the seven uh, generational curses that have come through our lineage. And thank God that science has proved that if we would utilize our internal pharmacy, by changing habits. Say everybody yeah. in your family is fat. You know, we've got the 600-pound life show, right? Yeah. And, and when you get to the core of why they are 600 pounds, some of it is genetic, but some of it is trauma. Some of it is mental health. You find out they have been molested or they were raped. And God forbid that as the people of God, we continue to say that we're building saints to the glory of God and not understand that human and that scientific component. I'm in my Daniel 1 and 7 season where uh, the prophet said, he said, I am knowledgeable, what the scripture said, uh, that he was knowledgeable in many things. And one of those things was science. He studied the stars. He studied uh, every element of human life because he understood if I'm going to be the prophetic voice for God, my well cannot be empty. I have to understand natural, science, and spiritual. So, Dr. Keeley, tell us real quick, how can we get a hold of you? How can we schedule this? Where where can we get a hold of you? Well, the training that I provide, we already uh, have begun uh, some training, but I can be reached at KeeleyPetty.com. I can also be reached uh, at Keeley.Petty at Yahoo.com, and I can send out the packaged information. We are on Akashi 
Ministry mission to train churches all over the city of San Antonio so that we can really see the glory of God. Amen. I think we have, have had a veil uh, over our ministries, not intentionally, but again, we, we just knew to pray. We just knew yeah. to, to bring you to the altar, oil you down, and we've watched people over and over and over and over again come to the altar and leave in the same condition, right? And part of that is because we didn't know that they're having a mild, moderate, or a severe form of mental health. We didn't know what to do. We now know how to train you, how to establish wellness ministries in your church, and it's free. It's not going to cost you anything except time to take these training courses uh, and then be able to help our families, be able to develop self-healing communities, and our churches truly become those healing hubs uh, Mm. that we know God is so interested in. And depression and defeat is all over the Bible, right? We know that uh, the prophet sat up under the juniper tree asking God, take my life. We know Jonah had an issue. I mean, I could go all over the list. I can So the people of God also. We also have those problems, right? Mm -hmm. We also struggle with anxiety, with sadness, with grief. But it doesn't cost you. Mm-mm. Your your man of godness. No, it doesn't cost you. Don't you lose your, your title, right? Exactly. <laughs> you could be struggling through a thing, mm-hmm. uh, but but if if you find your help. You know, then you could get over that hurdle. Oh, and we like to say in the church, my help comes from the Lord. <laughs> That's right. Who's on my side. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And so Keely Petty, uh, K-E-E-L-Y, uh-huh. P-E-T-T-Y dot com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. That's where we can, we can call on you. That's where you can call on me. We could get connected with you. Absolutely. You're on, you're on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. There can you, you go. believe I got a TikTok page? <laughs> I, have, I don't know what to do with it. It, but I have a but TikTok. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I have a Kickstart Your Life uh, Facebook page. You can go there. Lots of information there. I put all things mental health there, all things epigenetics. And do yourself a favor and go Google epigenetics because, again, it looks at uh, what has happened to us historically. Uh, this work uh, was, was, was started in the early 2000s, but it looks at patterns, for instance, the Holocaust victims, those Mm -hmm. who survived. What happened to their children? Well, we have found that their children have become alcoholics. They have mental health issues, suicide, depression, just because their parents were part of Holocaust. In the African-American community, the 1619 slave trade uh, still has an impact on African-Americans today. Uh, the Russian uh, 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 Ceausescu, the genocide he had there, uh, still has effect on generations later. And we cannot stop that. But what we can do is understand science from the epigenetic and utilizing our inner pharmacy to promote natural healing because it's the soul. We're taught this issue is a soul issue. Our yeah. spirits are in check, ready, set, go to meet Jesus. Right. But we live in a world and our soul is hampered by these dysfunctions. And so the good news is, is that adding faith and adding science, bringing mm-hmm. these things together, there could be change. Faith, could science be and prayer is yes. a threefold cord that the devil cannot touch. That's right. 
That's right. Praise the Lord. Well, Dr. Keeley, thank you so much uh, for being on Church of the Week. Thank you. And uh, it has been my pleasure. San Antonio. Uh, I want you to get on uh, KeelyPetty.com, connect with her, find out, invite her to your church, uh, find out with the to get on the schedule for the training. Mm-hmm. And if you want your pastor to be uh, interviewed on Church of the Week, give us a call. Go on to am630theword.com, fill out the form, and believe me, I will be happy to speak with your pastor. And we'll have great conversations like the one we had today with Dr. Keeley. Thank you, San Antonio. God bless you. Thank you, Dr. Keeley. You are welcome. Pray, San Antonio, and we'll see you on Sunday. God bless. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com.